0: The ice cream man a conspiracy podcast today's topic is zen masters zen teachers so we're gonna get into it right away okay now this is a really heavy topic uh, not many people know about it it's not a lot in western culture um it's almost like entirely an eastern phenomena and understanding and even in the east people don't really understand it at all either but um In the past you know I'm not gonna go into any specific people I just have a like a heavy background and reading and stuff like that but their names and the history and where they were and stuff is very uh, difficult to um, to piece together right because there's so many different uh, Zen teachers and I you know I haven't done a huge study on all the specifics i'm just kind of giving a generalization about it okay so um if you think it uh okay um okay so going so a zen teacher what fuck man this is a heavy topic okay what is a zen teacher i don't know i can't really discuss that okay but a zen teacher allows an opportunity for a pupil to uh, allows an uh, allows an environment for enlightenment to happen. Okay, that's that's what a Zen teacher wants to facil- facilitate. Okay, so he wants to allow uh, an environment for enlightenment to happen. Okay, yeah. now. This is a very big topic, and that's why the Zen teacher, he would never do talks, right? Well, actually, that's not true. Sometimes they, they would do, um, like, if a tree falls down in the forest, does anybody hear it, right? Oh, you know, they do these type of talks, right? And any talk, any Zen teacher that is seen... Uh, like a, a joke like that, or a phrase or a question like that. He's trying to stop a person's mind, okay? He's trying to stop your mind. And so he'll ask a question that it can't be answered, right? And when... Man, it's a big topic. Okay. This is a podcast you could talk about for fucking a million years, honestly. Okay. But. Okay, so. uh, He would ask a question like if a tree falls in the woods and no one's there, can anyone hear it, right? And because average day person has a mind that doesn't stop. It's like a fucking heavy traffic on the road, right? Going, 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 going. And people don't realize it's it's an actual source of pain. It's an actual source of the anxiety. Not, you know, I'm not... um, It doesn't have to be a great deal of pain. It could be slight pain, right? But if you can learn to stop your mind at will... you will have instant peace, okay? This is just how the world is. It's how the tension in the body is. There's tension in the body, okay? And when you relieve the tension, you stop your mind. You have a a clear mind, and it's like walking under a waterfall. Are you thinking to put anything walking under a waterfall? No, right? Because you have like, uh, what is it? Negative ions and just millions of negative ions. Environment is so um, so comp- so overwhelming that you become part of it, you know, and you disappear in that, right? That's what the meditation is—disappearing in the environment, right? You sink into it. <sighs> okay, so Zen teacher. Another thing a Zen teacher would do he would uh he made his student uh stand in the river right right and the river was low, but um a storm came, and the river started rising rising rising, so he's standing in the river and the Zen teacher never told him move he just told him stand in the river right so he was standing, standing in the river. Oh, there's uh, somebody running. Okay. Um, he was standing in a river and the water was going down and uh, up and up and up and up, up to his knees, up to his waist. as was a big uh, flood, you know. Then eventually it go over his head. And he believed in his mass believe in his instructor he trusts his instructor and he he stayed put in the river you know going 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 then they say that he he uh, um, had enlightenment there right allegedly so I don't know but yeah um Uh that was one Zen teacher, right? Another Zen teacher and this comes to the, the Shaolin monks too. They uh they were Buddhist, they wanted to meditate be left alone, but the robbers kept coming. Uh, the monks were hardworking, you know, allegedly. They take care of themselves and they would there would be a th- a thievery and harassment from uh, outside people, so the monks, Shaolin monks, started doing a lot of uh, training, martial arts, and they sent their people out to different parts of the country, and they learned different, uh, different fighting techniques, right, and then the people, and their people would come back, and It would uh, integrate all these fighting styles and pick the best types and they do all kinds of stretching and uh, just trying to master the body right you master the body with the mind too and then you can also turn off the mind right um, so that's what they're Okay, so, when some uh, Zen masters, Zen teacher, they would let their students do their meditation, you know, outside in the courtyard. And then at the appropriate time, they'd hit them with a stick. Right? While they were sitting down. Lotus style, meditation, close, eyes closed. Zen teacher at the appropriate time, hit him with a stick, you know? Trying to throw him off, right? Um, let me see. And I think a lot of uh, different legends, they know this. And they started their own kind of uh thing like Sufism and Islam. They started their own type of uh movement spinning ritual, right? Spinning da- spinning dances. And the objective was if you're a Sufi you go into the meditation. And you spin, 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 and then at some point you would, uh, you know, an outside force could uh, show you an in, in enlightenment, right? So mm, that was Sufism, right? And then it is my guess—I don't know for sure—but I think a lot of these secret society clubs and the masonry is about putting you in, contorting your body and stuff like that. It's possible that this could be a way to force you into enlightenment as well. This is my thinking, because masonry, they'll grab, a will be three or four people, they grab uh, your arm and your leg and blah, 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 and they twist you and contort your body in these weird positions, right? And that is my thinking as well, because allegedly from this book I read, um, it was re- written by Masons. So who knows, right? But they said uh, masonry is ancient Egyptian king-making ceremony, right? And that would be the way that you would make a king uh, by, by um, doing the by uh, enlightenment, right? You know, whatever Zen or whatever the fuck people want to call the the thing, right? You know, um, and uh, yeah, that's kind of my thinking, right? Mm. Okay, so they used to contort or hit up hit a student. At the appropriate place at the appropriate time, right? In order to facilitate a meditative state, right? That's why when you jump off a cliff, your mind stops, right? When you jump in the water, you jump off a cliff, into the water, your mind stops. And everything seems to make sense. And you have no issues, you have no like problems or nothing, right? Everything makes sense when your mind stops, right? Because you're in the moment, right? You're focused in the moment, jumping off the cliff, right? Or you're, you're in sports or in athletics. And for myself, I ride electric skateboard, right? So it's like a meditative thing to do because... You always put back into the, into the, um, the movement, into the, the present. You're always thrown into the present because you're on a skateboard, right? And like you're, you're cruising like left and right and smoothly and feels like I'm on a lake. It feels like I'm on a lake on a wakeboard, you know, that's what, uh, it feels like on an electric skateboard, right? So, and it feels like I'm standing on a, a bed mattress you know this is what an electric skateboard feels it feels like you're standing on a bed mattress flying down the road at like 40 50 kilometers an hour right um and if you want to move it feels like you're on water so that's how you move on the board you just imagine the ground is water and and that's what it feels like so you can carve back and forth if you just imagine. Yeah, it uh, feels just like water. But the point I'm trying to make is that this is a meditative exercise, right? Because I'm so focused every moment. Like what you, my toes touching the ground, feeling the ground. Um, and I can't, Is it's hard to even have a thought about anything during your day because you're so focused in the moment, right? You know? And, obviously, when you're focused on the moment, you, you feel good, right? You feel better. Um, Zen teachers. Zen teachers could be just everyday people, you know? One of the biggest secrets is that there's a book called Acres of Diamonds, right? And... In that book, it goes story after story after story about um, how somebody was trying to find something valuable, trying to get rich, um, looking for something in other towns, right? Not where they are. It's It's about story after story after story. This guy, he wanted to become wealthy. So he sold his farm in Missouri and he went to Africa or whatever. And then, you know, and it it didn't pan out. But then he found out the property he had in Missouri was was filled with oil, right? So he would have been a millionaire just because he had the oil on the property. He didn't even notice it, right? There used to be uh, cows and they would drink out of the water. But... This one uh, this one puddle had this black goo in it, right? So he just put a board over it, and he didn't even know that he was uh, a millionaire. You know, just because of his land, he had oil underground, but he, he went. he di- He didn't see it because the point of the book is that everything in your, all the great things in your life are in your everyday life right now. I'm going to say that again. All the the great things in your life are going to be where you are right now. Like, in your own life. Like, all the money you're ever going to want is going to be in your life right now. You just don't see it, you know? You're not fucking paying attention, right? Your mind's spinning, spinning like a fucking top, right? Uh, like, all the best meditative states, feelings are always where you are right now and this is you know this this is the whole thing right because you go to work and you're like oh man you know i wish i could uh feel meditative peace at work right and that's the that's the goal man that's what you have to work towards right is uh as uh, obscure as it sounds right whatever predicament you're in that's your your state you're forced in right so this is uh, the I think the problem of life or I wouldn't even say it's a problem but uh, existential angst of life is that you you have to f- force yourself to a peaceful mind right you have to right there's no other way man I, I think about all my goals and things I want to do in life and all this, and it always comes down to one thing, man. Spiritualism—that's all it comes down to, man. If you don't, if you can't, uh, if you can't have a meditative—that's uh, uh, not even a good word, man. If you can't have a a nirvanic um, day you know, moment, a nirvanic, uh, uh, blissful, uh, state, like, all the time, that's, that's kind of the goal you should work towards, right, all the time, that's what, uh, there's a story, right, the, and I know the story is true, for sure, okay, but they said Buddha, when he became, uh, Enlightened under the Bodhi tree, right? They said that he laughed for seven days after that, right? So once he became enlightened, seven days straight, he's fucking laughing. Okay. See, a lot of a life, in my opinion, is like illusion. Problems are illusion. Um, A lot of situation stuff is illusion. Uh, um, Like even thinking going back to when you were a kid, like every day was amazing, you know. It was awesome, right? Even if you had a bad life, you were probably, like, not for everybody, I guess, but I mean, like. When your mind is clean. You know, there's, uh, um, impurities and negativities in the media and stuff, right? It's hard to, hard to avoid. So, yeah, a good cleaning is appropriate once in a while, right? So, it's kind of, it's astonishing that there's not many Zen teachers in, uh, in the west not many people know about the west but there's one um buddhist or what i wouldn't even call it buddhist but uh maybe it is there's this one place i don't remember where it is but it's uh it's a mount a mountain hike right and it's a switchback type of trail and you go there and you live in this little cabin at the bottom of the hill right And then you wake up at 5 or 6 or whatever. And for a 100 days, you do this routine. So you wake up and you hike up to the first end of the switchback. And there will be a little spot, a beautiful spot you can do in meditation, right? So you just get up in the morning, you go up there, do your meditation. Then you hike uh, to the other end of the switchback. And there's another spot. You do your meditation there, and then you have like no nothing to do, right? This is your you're on vacation pretty much, right? So you know, and then there's another switchback, another meditative spot, and then another switchback, another meditative spot, right? And you climb the top of the mountain like that, and that's your only goal during that day, other than uh, getting food and stuff, and then you come back down and then uh the next day you'll do the same thing right and they do that hundred days in a row right and it's supposed to uh, change you permanently right when you do that but uh, that's one thing i've always wanted to do Um, i couldn't find it online but i guess you could make up your own thing right it's not that difficult you just have to have a nice hike, and, uh, but in my town where I am, I just, I do, meditation is best outdoors, right, preferably where no one can see you, you're just, uh, you're not thinking you're weird and shit, right, you're just like, because if you just go out on the beach, start meditating, it feels weird, like, it feels like everybody's looking at you and stuff, right, but if you, uh, Go to a park or something, sit by a tree, and it doesn't have to be long, you do 15 minutes, but 15 half an hour. But what I'm saying is the point is that energy is outside in nature, right? The energy you get, the proper breathing for your body is outside in nature, right? Um. And that will give you an extra boost, man, for your, uh, for your meditation and your peace and everything, being outside. And if you go back to the same spot, like, when you do a meditation, believe it or not, you're actually charging the energy in that spot, right? And you're charging it with, a like a, with a feeling, whatever blissful feeling you have when you're there, right? Your meditative energy, so... When you leave other people will see that energy right that area will radiate right like um uh like people people can change the energy of uh the locations right if you ever been to uh vatican you know there's powerful powerful energy in that little circle right right at the front front door or whatever it's powerful energy but uh you you can change the energy of the ground and uh it's best if you if multiple people are doing meditation at the same time which doesn't happen a lot you know but i'm sure there's classes in every town right but outside multiple people that's a very powerful and uh, especially if different people sit on the same exact spot that's a very good idea too right because you're charging that one spot that one stone whatever you're sitting on charging that with like powerful meditative energy right and uh, so if a guy and a girl another guy another girl, they're all sitting on that location is going to charge a spot with different people's meditative energy because not everybody has the same energy right like uh like women will you know they have energy to uh to, to make plants grow and stuff like that just with their mind right Their energy is a very nurturing and all that, right? But, uh, and also, meditation meditation with a tree is good, right? So you stare at that tree, and that's, that tree will stop your mind, man, just by staring at that tree. Because trees are like a perfect artwork, man. That's the most amazing artwork you'll ever see in your life, Just it's like staring at a tree, man. And you can communicate with the tree, like you can feel it. You can feel the tree has bliss, right? Right? The tree's blissed out, man. And if you can feel the tree blissed out, then you're blissed out. And, uh, what was I going to say? I don't know. We've done 25 minutes. Okay, other Zen teachers. Let me see. Actually, Peter Ragnar, you know, he's kind of like a modern-day Zen teacher. I would recommend him. He's into longevity a lot and uh, eating well. And he's very spiritually a powerful person. Uh, Peter Ragnar, um, called the, the luckiest man alive or something like that. He has a lot of good funny stories a practical joke maker and says he has powers. He can, uh, like make light lights turn on and stuff like that. His, uh, cars, a friend's car used to have difficulty starting, but Peter would just touch the car and then it would start. He, he's funny like that, but, um, You know, Osho, I read a lot of Osho books, and he's all into the, he has a lot of the data about the Zen teachers, so most of my Zen stories come from Osho, because I read like 100 Osho books, probably at least 100, 150, because that guy, he went down the rabbit hole, man, with reading, Uh, he read like 100, 150,000 books. You see pictures of him in his library. He just uh, sat in... the He sat in his own... Uh, well, apartment. Somebody paid for his apartment and they just said, You have a free apartment. And he just sat in the apartment for 20 years reading books. <laughs> That's hilarious, man. But... Um, yeah, Zen teachers... Like a Zen teacher... Will always pop up when needed, right? You know, but a lot of people they don't they don't even they have no desire to uh, spiritually advance or quiet their mind, right? This is a majority of people. So, Zen teachers, some of them they, they just a lot of them appeared as complete idiots, right? They they appeared as idiots, <laughs> like drunks. They would just appear like drunken fool, right? But some people they have the spiritual uh, uh, background, right? Not that they're better than anybody, but obviously. But um, have you, Yeah. now another Zen teachers. Let me see. That's what I remember the most. I remember the kid, and there's a lot of poems, right? I think it's like a poem that has no, uh, like it's very difficult to to understand. It would stop your mind. So, what would what would be a good Zen poem? Like, there's a lot of stories. Actually, uh, Mula. Nasruddin, I think that's his guy's name. Mula Nasruddin, These are Sufi jokes, right? But they they kind of they're Zen jokes. I would look up online Zen jokes and I would look up Mula Nasruddin, This guy is fucking hilarious, man. He's like uh the town town clown, right? But he's spiritually aware, you know, he's spiritually advanced. And He'll say something that sounds completely stupid, but it is like great wisdom in his uh, jokes right Mula Nasrattin and uh, What other jokes are there and then Zen teaching Zen columns or Zen Zen uh, scenes You know I used to have like a lot of books about Zen, but you know Zen's not about books, right? You can study all the fucking shit you want, all the guys you want, and know all the dates and everything, but if you're walking down the street, then you're not paying attention. What the fuck is the point? You're not having a blissful day. What the fuck is the point about the books, right? Your spirituality and peace is always the most important, man, because you can't calm yourself you can't have a clear mind then you're kind of living in delusion of the culture right the culture is like a delusion and the money is a, like a delusion not saying it's good or bad i'm just saying it's a delusion it's a thing uh it's a flood of flood of thoughts the our culture is just a flood of thoughts right it's like a river of thoughts um maybe not a river but a flood and it colors colors your eyes with uh anxiety that's what the culture does right culture is a flood of thoughts that color your eyes with a little bit of anxiety but as soon as you understand that you can like most you can turn it off right It's not going to be easy because some people are very obsessed and very focused and that's what made them successful, right? So it's good to focus your mind and you know win at life obviously You have to win at life, right? But at the same time if you can turn your mind off you don't give a fuck about anything really, you know You're super happy and every day is it like a joy obviously there's levels to it though you know like uh i joined this club and i'll talk about it later on the podcast on different podcasts but and there's actually some abraham hicks books and some of this law of traction new age stuff is uh is makes a lot of sense man like focus on the good like um focus on feeling good and always and always trying to feel better and better and better and better, right? So you're supposed to feel better uh next week than you do right now, right? And you should try and feel better tomorrow than you do right now, right? And this is uh it's a good goal to have as your uh, your first goal, right? Everybody's gotta have a goal, you know. You, if you can have this goal to feel good and feel better then everything starts to kick into gear and i'm not saying i'm perfect at it obviously but um and it's a goal that never ends right it, um, five minutes to learn and lifetime to master right so you can get better in your health uh, get better in everything right but I think I lost my train of thought there. So, culture is like a kind of a. Yeah, okay. Maybe um, I should finish it up. Is it 33? Okay. Speaking of 33, there's 33 vertebrae, I think, in the human spine, right? Isn't it? And isn't that what meditation is all about? Kundalini. Unlocking the power of your own body, you know, through the spine, right? Don't you feel amazing and breathe differently when you have a good posture, right? When you're sitting up tall, Uh, you feel better. Your mind goes quiet, whether you realize it or not. A lot of the times we don't realize when our mind is quiet, which is something that you should always do, right? Like, hey, my mind is quiet. I'm feeling good, right? Because we always, we we hear the guy speaking in the podcast, right? But do we hear the silence, right? There's always the speaking and then there's the silence. These are two different sounds, right? So um, it's like a, a lot of Zen teachers, like uh, Osho, he used to talk in a specific way to put people into a meditative state, right? He would uh, um, he talked very like uh, sporadically and whatever. Also, realize that when a speaker, when you're listening to a speaker. Um you're gonna get a feeling, hey, is this guy genuine or is he not right um or you're gonna get a feeling like hey I, I enjoy listening to this you know this has a good resonance with me, a good feeling with me right And why is that because maybe that person has actually done something you know like uh, they come from a place of authority, on a topic, right, I'm not saying I, uh, I'm a perfect authority in fucking anything, obviously, but, uh, sometimes, like, for example, like, say you're, you're doing a seminar and the guy's a millionaire, right, his whole body and being is gonna be speaking, uh, from his heart and experience in life, right, as opposed to somebody just repeating some fucking shit they saw in a book or whatever, right, so, you keep this in mind when you, um, if you get a good vibe from somebody, right, you know, maybe they got an authority, maybe they don't, right, but I'm saying, if you get a good vibe from somebody, that could be leading you to, um, a better and positive place, or, um, to learn something, or the, or it's the law of attraction kicking into gear, you know, Like, uh, you had a desire for something, and then this guy showed up, or that girl showed up, and you saw it on YouTube or something, and you're like, oh fuck, you know, this is, uh, this sounds like what I was wanting the whole time, right? And I asked for this in my life, right? And it just popped into my life, right? So... People, places, and things will do that, right? If you're putting the law of attraction into here, you want to be an enlightened person, you want to be living a positive, uh, meditative state, maybe not all the time, right? I don't, you know, that's the goal to achieve, to have it all the time, right? I don't think it's, you know, people have to work on that. I, my own theory is it's either, okay, this is a heavy topic, but my own theory is that. You might think I'm crazy when I tell you this, but my own theory is that meditative enlightenment is evolution of the man, right? So, the man is uh, raising himself up, right? He's becoming the best um, of himself, right? And it's an evolutionary process, right? And... It's up to that person to do it. That's it, you know. They can get... They can, they, somebody might point a way or a method or whatever to what where they're going, right? But it's up to that person. That's it, you know. Like, if you're not serious about the meditation, then um, you're not going to do it. And because you're not going to do it, you're not going to get peace, you know, then like there's degrees of this man it's like uh it goes on in my own opinion understanding the bliss it goes on like unlimited it was it keeps going and going and going you you might have heard of it ocean of bliss you know this is from buddhism right so the in my own opinion my own uh from re- my own realizations i should say this realizations the universe is ocean of bliss okay it's it's a fluid ocean of bliss. So even though we see air up here, it's really it's it's more liquid, right? And we are liquid, and we live in the ocean, and the whole ocean is bliss. Okay, and this is uh, basic uh, Buddhism, like uh, twenty five hundred years ago, and this is the reality, man. This is it doesn't mean re- Buddhism is reality. I mean, that's not what I'm saying. You don't have to be a monk. You don't have to fucking uh, Whatever go to China or nothing You don't you don't even have to meet a Zen teacher, but if you're ready for Zen teacher, you're gonna fucking show up Zen teacher gonna show up right, but he may not be what you think and he's gonna probably fucking oil the fuck out of you, right? I guess Zen teacher usually annoy the fuck out of the people, man. That's his job, right? Because people are uh, they're not paying attention, they're sleepy. So what do you do? Zen teacher gonna fucking you know kick you or something like that, but in a nice way, right? Like a like a like a like a like a kid would do, you know? Like hey, wake up, wake up, wake up, you know? And when you're you wake up, you're more alert, you're First thing in the morning you're up on your toes you know these are all meditative quality up on the toes you know like you know you, you know what it feels like to walk in out of the shower you know on your toes you know that feeling right um a lot of um, zen teacher stuff was about like stepping on stones and stuff like this like uh um I think even walking across fire, that's probably a meditative thing. But uh, a lot of the monk stuff is about balance, right? So it's a balancing on rocks and balancing in this and put them into a hiding state of awareness. You know, I saw videos the other day about kids learning shalom and they, they would fucking wrap themselves around a tree backwards, man. It's crazy shit. Um, but, uh, what was I going to say? Oh yeah. So they'd put you, you'd have to balance in a precarious spot for hours and hours and hours. And what would that happen was that would drain, like that would, once you came down from that position, all the tension would be drained. Like you're building up tension, building up tension. You're standing there in a the precarious spot. Is you know it's very uncomfortable, very, very uncomfortable, very uncomfortable. You're going for this, and this, and this, and this, and for an hour or whatever. And then, when you, when you collapse, you stop the tension. Boom, you drop, right? It's a sudden drop, right? And that drop, of tension, is an attempt to facilitate an environment for enlightenment. That's. That's what it is, right? So, um, so anything could be like a meditation, you know. Mm, sports, athletics. Your mind is stopped, you know. Uh, what are, what else would they do? and uh okay the, i'll go into yoga a little bit okay this might help you understand things yoga from what i've read yoga was created by pat jolly about i think five thousand years ago or something okay now in india they have a whole deeper understanding about meditation enlightenment whatever right they discovered that uh, if a person went enlightened, their body would uh, have uh, reduced tension and they would be able to do these yoga poses very easily, right? You understand me? Okay. These are awkward fucking yoga poses, putting your feet up on your knees and all that shit, right? A enlightened person could do that fucking no problem, right? Because they're in this blissful state where their body's super relaxed okay and their breathing would change and a whole bunch of different things would change so some of these indians these indian guys are fucking smart right so they would kind of analyze the, the guru his body right when he was in this state and they, and then they would try and replicate that, you know, for a regular person to do it, right? So he'd say the guru in this state is fucking perfectly straight, uh, posture all the way up to his head. Totally, completely, 100% relaxed, sitting down on the, the ground, both eyes looking forward. You know, some people they have... More of one eye is going here and right eye is going that way, you know, or they're thinking more They're using more left brain more right brain, but In the meditative posture You know the Buddha he's gonna be focused on both eyes, you know through third eye Totally relaxed Can easily do any fucking weird yoga posture Just because he's so relaxed, okay? And the, and then he would he would breathing would change, uh, happiness, smile all the fucking time. So the guru would be smiling all all day, just smiling, smiling, smiling all day everywhere we go, smiling, smiling, smiling. And then he'd hold his hands in the in the um in the prayer all day. Why? Because it feel good. It uh, give him bliss, right? Because he's a human. And the human what is a human? A human is bliss, right? That's a spiritual being, it's a, it's a bliss. That's what a man is, a man is a bliss, okay? And uh he'd hold his hands in the prayer because it felt good. And he walk around like this all day, right? And he's smiling, smiling, smiling. And the other Indians they'd fucking watch him and they would and then they found another guy, he was doing the same shit, right? You know? maybe maybe 100 kilometers away or 20 years later he's doing the exact same shit right and uh, whenever you see a lightened man you're going to start feeling good too feeling positive probably right i don't i can't speak for every everyone right but a lot of people can sense energy um, you can tell who has i got personally i can tell who has done a lot of meditation okay i can just tell by your whole being about you right there's there's very few people but sometime i'll see one guy and he stick out like a fucking light bulb right compared to everybody else meditation is your light bulb is to turn up the intensity of the light bulb right because the light is pure right the light is pure So the more light you have, the more purity, right? I'm not saying you're fucking perfect. That's not what this is about. This is about uh, turning the light on. Light on more and more and more and more, right? Got to turn up the intensity. And the light and the bliss are connected, right? And the ocean. The ocean and the water and the light and the bliss are all connected. And they're connected by one thing, which is no thought silence that's what connects that's what that's flicks the switch is the silence right silence flicks the switch and then the bliss comes in and you be and the ocean of the bliss okay um 48 minutes Okay, I'm going to keep going because this is fucking cool. And I don't have... I got one hour remaining. Let's see. Okay, do I have anything else I can talk about? Okay. At the end of my podcast, I'm going to have my own uh, fucking songs, right? Some hip-hop songs I made. My artist's name, Katie Frost. Uh, So... If you like the songs, you can find them. They're on Spotify, everything, iTunes, whatever. Um, I got my Ice Cream Man YouTube channel, Ice Cream Truck Wars. We got some videos, got some episodes. I got some cartoons, ice cream uh, truck cartoons. Uh, it's all in my channel, right? Um, and my songs you can download for free on SoundCloud. Do uh, Katie Frost. I think, uh, I think I think had a good podcast, man. I think uh got into Zen, talked about meditation. I think it's a good podcast. All right, we'll call it a day. See you next time. Bye.
1: I'm 007. When I get done with you, you'll be in heaven. I'm 007, saving the world. I'm 007 Sending back people Straight into heaven I'm 007
2: Saving the world Forty-four-seven. I'm cool and I'm cruel and I won't be made a fool. I fly around the world in conspicuous. That's my rule. You won't see me outside. I take your girlfriend for a ride. And if you're a bad guy, then you surely gonna die. I'm fly, parachute up high. Got two skis and a laser to put out your eye. Don't cry, because 'cause you're evil and I demolished all of your plans because. I'm a secret agent, trained to kill you with my hands My service is always way up high in demand I take a submarine from China, way back down to Japan
1: I'm 007 Saving the world 24-7 I'm 007 Sending back people straight into heaven I'm 007, saving the
2: world 24-7 If your plan is complete, when you're not looking, I'm in your seat Downloading your whole hard drive while I play To girlfriend's Street. I'm so discreet and always with flashy with the ladies Dressed up in a tux I got the girls going crazy No one can faze me My backup plan's for sorry. and have Q tweaked out my Mercedes So no one can harm me I always know when you're coming And hide am hiding in your closet When the bad guys leave I'm taking the IDs from the wallet I got all of your money And all of your jewels But I only love the danger And beating up you fools.
1: I'm double oh seven. When I get done with you, you'll be in heaven. I'm double oh seven. Saving the world 24-7. I'm double oh seven. Sending back people straight into heaven. I'm double oh seven. Saving the world 24-7